and welcome to the movie podcast review and reaction of Loki episode four, the Nexus event. My name is Daniel and joining me today is my variant Shabazz. Well, I'm honored to be your variant. How are you doing today, Daniel? I'm great. You know, I think what's also great about this episode is that I think we pruned Anthony. He is no longer part of this timeline. He's not on this episode. He's he's gone. He's been pruned. I really, I really dislike that word. I really dislike pruning. Pruning? It's it it reminds me of like pickling almost something. Like if I were to like put you in a jar with water, you would prune over time or you'd pickle. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, but we didn't pickle him. We pruned him, which means we just you know we it's a gardening term. And yeah, it is worse. It does sound worse. Uh, but what doesn't sound worse is that this is the movie podcast, and you could catch a brand new episode every single Monday and watch out throughout the week for review episodes just like this one and all the latest movies and series. Make sure you follow us at the movie podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd. And don't forget, leave us a five star review on Apple Podcasts and join our Discord. All our show notes for uh, for those links are in our show notes below. So check that out. Uh, some quick announcements before we get to our review and, and reaction of this episode. Last week on the movie podcast, we welcomed Miss Minutes herself, Tara Strong, to the show. We had a great conversation about her work on Loki um, and all the other amazing voices that she has contributed to over the years. She is an absolute legend, a beautiful human being, and we are so lucky to talk to her. This week on the movie podcast, we had Gabriel Berstein on the show, who is a cinematographer for Black Widow, which is coming out next week. But our review for Black Widow is out now, along with some other great reviews on our feed like Zola, Fear Street Part 1, F9, Luca, Quiet Place Part 2, and so many more. Uh, Definitely check those out. I can't believe Black Widow is already coming out next week. It's a awesome movie check out our review and check it out next week on disney plus coming soon though we will have our review for fear street part two the forever purge and the tomorrow war so a lot of a lot of end times are happening on the movie podcast right now but today is all about loki episode four we had a lot happening this week on the show and i think without a doubt this has been my favorite episode of the show. What a great episode of television. Shay, give us your first reactions to Loki episode four, the Nexus events. For me, this this episode, um, it's funny you mentioned that, Daniel, because for me, this episode, I think, wasn't my favorite. Uh, Interesting. Yeah, until the very end, I I was kind of, and maybe I got to give it a couple more rewatches, but I was kind of bored. And I, and I think the reason why I was bored was I kept waiting for like we're now in the we're in the fourth episode fourth episode two left and i'm still waiting to see what's kind of happening i thought there would be more in this show and i guess maybe those are my expectations that it's not meeting and that is my own fault really if anything else but i feel like we're still kind of staying stuck in one place what i do love about this show that it's doing is it's it's really giving more depth to this character of loki who we've known for you know, 10 plus years now, 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. So 
I really love that it's doing all of that and that the character moments are still fantastic. All the nice little reveals are great. Uh, but for me, I, I don't think this episode grabbed me until the last maybe 10, 15 minutes when everything was kind of going off and I got really engaged in it. But during the beginning, I just felt like this is a little bit slower. We're still talking about the same thing. Nothing new is being revealed. It just feels like it's more of what we discussed last time, but we're just kind of pushing forward. Again, this is still a Marvel show, so it's still a high quality, but I think I'm still waiting for the thing that made me so hooked to WandaVision and made me also really enjoy Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Got you. No, and I think that's fair. I think last week's episode was that slower episode for me where we were kind of confined to, you know, the train a little bit and just with Loki and Sylphie. Um, but I think this week, what I what I love so much is this episode literally opens up learning more about Sylphie on Asgard, how she was taken as she was a child. Loved seeing, like, I didn't love seeing that, but I love that we got to get that, uh, that background to the character. Um, and I love, too, that, you know, she's been living her whole life kind of on the run. You know, she's that's where she grew up. She grew up at the ends of a thousand worlds. And I think what an environment to for somebody to grow up in is literally you're living each day knowing that the world you're in is going to end. Then you have to find another world to go into. And I really and I really dug that. Um, and I, I got I got I got very reminiscent of the first Avengers film, seeing Loki kind of being brought in by the TVA with the agents around him. And obviously uh, Sylvie has like a bunch more around him. He's like, well, why does she have more guards? Um, but what, what I, what I missed so much in this episode, um, sorry, from last week's episode is Mobius. I missed Owen Wilson so much. And we got some great character moments with him, him delivering this task back at Loki. I loved and just kind of really seeing the cracks of the TVA starting to show, mm-hmm. you know, the dam is starting to break. And I, and I love that we're starting to get a peek behind the curtain of, who these timekeepers are, what's going to be happening with them. Now we have people within the TVA realizing that, hey, you're variants. You know, this isn't uh, like this isn't who you're supposed to be. And I loved having those character moments uh, of seeing, you know, like uh, uh, one me, Masaku, like her character, like asking like Sophie, like, hey, like show me who I was before this. And like, what I love that they did in this episode is that you don't see what her past was. You just see her reaction. And I think her acting was just phenomenal in that scene because she's just like, I look happy. And I, Mm -hmm. and I love that. I love those moments. I think Tom Hiddleston's acting in this episode too is phenomenal Mm -hmm. because you could tell that he has like this love for Sylphie. Obviously it's like a a version of himself, but like there's something there to them. That's like kind of interlinking them. There's a connection for sure. Right. And I loved Mobius in this episode, too. And, I, and I'm really curious to see where these next two episodes go, because I don't think this is going to be the end of this series. I hope we get a season two, because I think there's a lot of different paths we could go. But, you know, kind of seeing everything that happened this episode with them being in the TVA, Sif coming back, being in a time loop, I thought was a great uh, was a great moment as well, too, with Loki just kind of having to re go through this this moment over and over and over again and you know like no matter how many times sif punched him and kicked him in like in the in the groin um him being told by her like you will forever be alone is what kind of hurt him the most Mm. right and uh that i think that cut deep and you and you see it in tom hiddleston's acting and um again owen wilson i think this was a great episode for him because he's starting to learn the truth and right you know he he's starting to see like the 
the good in Loki. You know, he tells him like you could be whoever, whatever you want to be, even somebody good. And I love those character moments. I think this episode was built on these great character moments for me. And, you know, the last 15 minutes, like you said, Shay, that is when shit starts to go down. You yeah, know, that's like, where I feel like now the story is is kind of moving forward for me. Um, as much as I love the character moments, um, I think what I love so much about the Marvel Cinematic Universe is we're, we're constantly getting a, a new story and it's, and it's developing and pushing forward. And right. I guess, you know, a lot of people do ask for more character development and thank God these shows are giving us that. But... I just want, I think, a little bit more. And I'm not off the train at all. I'm still on the Loki hype you're still, train. You're on the Loki motive. I'm, gonna, I'm still on the, the locomotive. Yeah. yeah. I'm still I'm still here for the show. I think it's still phenomenal. But I really want these last two episodes to just really, you know, really kick me in the groin like Sif did to, to Loki. A million times. You want to know over and over again. A million right, times. Man. I'll take it. But, but man, so let's just kind of go over the events of what happens in the last – like five minutes? minutes of this episode, yeah, or 10 you, know? Minutes, yeah. you know, or not like so. The timekeepers, like they're kind of revealed to be androids, right? We learn that. Uh, so, uh, Mobius is basically pruned out of the timeline, he looks like he's gone. I've, I'm assuming we're going to see him come back in some capacity, but he's been taken out. Loki has was taken out, Sylphie's still there, and uh, we know that the, the TVA is like very corrupt and then some sketchy business happening there's some sketchy business going on and uh obviously um oh my goodness i'm blanking on the actress's name who plays uh like the the head of the tva oh from uh, the morning show from the morning show yeah so she is kind of like kind of turning out to be not the greatest person uh uh google uh juju mabatha raw did you say google gaga no, I didn't know her name is G U G U. Hmm. I'm not. I'm. I'm not sure of the pronunciation. Yeah. So I apologize if we if we butchered your pronunciation of your name. I'm so sorry, but uh, you know she's not not turning out to be the greatest of people. And right. once they kind of prune Loki, he after the mid credit scene, we finally getting a mid credit scene. Finally, and he he wakes End up, credits. and we we see three different versions of loki there we see like a child loki we see like a boastful loki with a hammer and then we see richard, richard e. Grant. e grant in the classic loki costume which is awesome yeah that was a great moment absolutely to see. Awesome. when i saw richard e grant i'm like of course you're in this like why wouldn't you be you know so like we knew we knew he was going to be in it in some capacity and to finally see him and to finally and to see Loki in that classic costume, mm-hmm. you know, it made me so giddy seeing that. Yeah. And I think Richard E. Grant is the perfect person to be playing oh, uh, totally. another version of Loki. Totally. You know, and the MCU has been blessing us with these comic accurate costumes. We saw it in WandaVision twice with the classic costume. We saw it in uh, at the end of WandaVision. We see Captain America's new suit uh, with with um, with Sam. And it's like, man, they're just killing it with these costumes in this show i agree 100 this is this is again another show that has brilliant uh production and a brilliant costume design everything i think i also think kate heron's directing again phenomenal i think marvel is yes. making these bold and beautiful choices by picking these people that we've never really heard of that much and entrusting them with the whole series so thank you marvel for doing this because i think so far they're all doing a great job 
Yeah, they're all doing a great job. And what's really cool, too, is Michael Waldron, who is the writer um, of this, he's also the writer of Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. So it's like he's doing amazing work, doing amazing work with Kate Huron on this show. And then he's going to go – we're going to see some absolute madness next year with Doctor Strange and Sam Raimi. So the next year is going to be an absolute treat as Marvel fans and – We've already been spoiled to death. Like if we just got WandaVision this year, we would have been, we would have been spoiled, fine. you know, but we got getting just back to back to back to back to back bangers mm-hmm. and it's awesome. And it's such, it's so nice to have the MCU back. It really is. I cannot wait to see where the rest of the series go. Shit, we have two episodes left. It looks like Loki is now going to be part of a Loki army. And I, I'm, I can't wait for that. We have two weeks to go and who knows where it's going to go? Who yeah. knows? I, I'm just excited to be on the on the Loki train, the Loki motive. It keeps rolling on. It keeps steaming on. Uh, thank you so much for listening to our review and reaction of Loki episode four. Don't forget, you could catch a brand new episode of the movie podcast every single Monday and watch out for our review episodes on all the latest movies and series. Check out our Black Widow review right now. Check out all the amazing other reviews we have going up on the movie podcast feed almost every day, like sometimes twice a day this week. It's been a crazy time for movies. We love it. Movies are back. Uh, Don't forget, you can follow us at The Movie Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd. Check out our show notes for all those links and more. That was this time with The Movie Podcast, and we'll see you next. 